All right, so it looks like we are live. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome Hi, back. <laughs> yeah, episode two. Um, You guys that's haven't it. gotten rid of us yet, so that's wonderful. Hold on, let yeah. me see if I can... No, that's not going to happen. Nope. Mm-hmm. That, that's okay. Nope. I think... Oh. Oh. I was oh. Say, I think to start this podcast off, we should start with, like, a good thing that happened in our day or, like, the week. Like, one good thing one or good a couple thing? good things. Just to, like, just to survive. <laughs> I, I had a few good things. Yeah. Let's, let's hear them. Um, all right. So... I got, I got something, I got a tattoo of a character, and I don't know, it, she's kind of underrated, um, not really talked about, but, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you, you probably won't even understand the reference, but, definitely yeah. not, yeah, definitely okay. not, can you read it, can I, can I read it, uh, control is not easy, control is a fantasy, I know, I know, super underrated, like, quote. Never been heard before. I'd never hear about it. No. No, but that's yeah. a really cool tattoo. It looks really dope. Turned out really well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the video's not going to be doing it justice. Um, in fact, I, I'm i probably going to interject with a picture of my tattoo. Because mm. it's, it's dope. Like, it, it, took, it took quite a bit of time <laughs> for text. Um, let's see. Took roughly two hours. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Two hours with some breaks. Um, tattooing is a whole thing. It's a whole art structure. Um, there's a lot of like micros that you gotta pay attention to, and that's why it took so long. Yeah, that's sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So cool. Um, so everyone, like almost everyone, saw it. Um. Sarah Stryker followed me. That was a pretty big one. That's that was so cool. that was a damn. Yeah, yeah. I sent her one DM and said I'm never doing this again. And failed. Oh, did she respond? No, no. She but she doesn't really go on Twitter that often, which is why I was so shocked. I was just yeah. like, who? What? How did you find me? Yeah. That's so awesome, though. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So she's seeing your memes. She's seeing them. Mm-hmm. Essentially. I never know how to feel about memes with, like, the writers. <clears throat> oh, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I I think... The only person I've seen get away with it has been Scoops. That's it. Yeah. I think during, like, their, the, like, the lives, um, like, when Amy Harris and Sarah Stryker did a live, like, that was funny. Yeah. Those oh, yeah, Absolutely. I think that's I think that's okay but if there's like nothing going on maybe not <laughs> I don't know yeah so there's there's a fine line between ooh, that's weird and ah that's funny yeah no there definitely is I think you yeah you know that line and yeah. I like the thing I know that line yeah I, I'd call you out if you were to maybe cross the line I'd be like mm. but I don't think you oh would. I know you I know you'd be on me <laughs> be like <laughs> oh my god no, 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 no! You'd be like, um, sweetie, yeah. sweetie, you did a thing. Yeah, you did a thing. But yeah, do you have any other good news? Um, not really. Not really. I had three days off from work. It's been wonderful. It's like it's been like a holiday for me. It's yeah. been great. That's that's awesome. After great. like yeah, after like a few months straight of just like working, because um for people who don't know me, I work a forty hour work week on top of like the content I create. Mm. So um I work uh day to night shifts, which is why you'll see me up so late. Um you'll like I like to think my days consist of like work from like two thirty to ten thirty. I get like an hour and a half of like me just vibing and then 12 to 6 a.m. is usually me making content for the wilds. Yep. You know what I'm going to say to that? What are you going to say to that? 12 
p.m to you know 12 no midnight to 6 a.m you're yeah. up making content yeah no you need to you need you need to sleep okay okay hear me out hear me out That's so hear me out you're not hearing me okay you uh, haven't said anything so I'm <laughs> waiting. okay so um i usually i'll go to bed around like 6 6 30 and then i'll like wake up around like noon or 1 p.m and that's like my six hours and i don't really need much because i don't i don't sleep very well i'm a very late sleeper so sleeping has always been a very difficult thing for me and i've just found it like super sustainable for me like i stopped taking naps and i've like i'll be tired yeah but you know by the time i get home from work i have so much energy like because yeah um because like i joke about it a lot that my body is on australian time but it it actually kind of actually is that's kind of funny yeah Yeah, like i i'll get home around like 10 30 or it's gonna be like around 12 this week because my change and shift but um i just have so much energy yeah so much energy just because my day starts super late yeah, well, that does make sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. For me, okay, it's a couple of good things. Um, personal life, I was surprised by my parents. They came and drove a couple hours from, like, my hometown to my school. It's wonderful. They surprised me with my dog, and it was so <sighs> cute. My dad texted me. He's like, I ordered you food. Like from like Uber Eats or whatever, and then I was like, I was like, he's like, go, go get it. It's downstairs, and I'm like, okay. And so I went downstairs, and then I was like, what kind of car is it? And they're like, black SUV. And then I went outside, and I was like, where is this Uber guy? Um, where is this Uber? And then like my parents started walking up like to the door, and I was like, oh my gosh. So that was just that just made my day. Like sometimes, I don't know, they just made my day, and they got me a lot of food. So I'm happy with that because I got food and I got to see my dog. So, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that, wonderful. That, that, yeah, that warms my soul. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That 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 I needed. I needed that definitely. Like, I just I needed that just to like hug my dog. <sighs> yeah, that's what I wish my parents could have done in college. I I mean I would go months and months without seeing my family or talking to them. <laughs> like. <laughs> It was like, I remember those like stretch of time periods where it's like, I wouldn't call, they wouldn't call. We just wouldn't hear from each other for months. So mm-hmm. it's like, whenever I hear experiences like that, I'm just like, oh, that's how it should have been. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Gotcha. Okay. No, okay. I, I, I call them. They don't answer my calls. So like, this is, <laughs> no. They I call, them. they just put me on read. Yeah, they say, you're in college, leave us alone. But I'm just like, I just want to, like, check in. Like, but they're like, leave us alone. So, hmm. mm-hmm. this was just mm-hmm. definitely a surprise. But, yeah, and just the wild stuff. Just loving, just always good with the fandom, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. We got some great feedback on our first episode of our podcast. And I made me so happy. I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. People are, like, listening and watching us. And, and then, like, telling me how it was so fun. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah yeah I get um I got a message of somebody like we've been on their tv and I was just like that's oh that's God. an experience that is an experience yeah that, but it's it's a good feeling yeah I mean I I mean I've never done anything like this before I've never been so like um visually put into a fandom before yeah definitely same Hey, this is this is the first fandom that I've been like. I want to be a part of this. I want to be someone that you know is like known for content and making yeah. people laugh and all that. Yeah, yeah. When you think about it, yeah, same. I don't know. When I started this whole thing, I definitely didn't think I'd be like, like Danny, and like people just like when you say Danny, and they're like, oh, yeah, I know Danny. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you do? <laughs> I don't know. Just weird definitely weird but I love it see how Twitter is so weird because you get kind of like a false idea that the fandom knows you like I don't I truly don't know if uh if somebody like talked about me on a live stream would people know who I am yeah. but like I know people would know you for sure 
yeah for sure because you i mean your, your theories have been just like i don't know phenomenal thanks your memes have been phenomenal <laughs> some of them some of them most of them <laughs> but yeah Oh my gosh, a good thing that came out, a little update, the bloopers are extended, extended version. Yes. I, I literally, there was a, there was a deleted scene in the bloopers. Um, uh-huh. I but, noticed, I noticed that. I was just like, I, I've seen this show so many times. I don't recognize that. Yes. I was like, that's new. Yes, it is new. Definitely new. And it was um, Nora dressing up as and Rachel. Yeah. And Nora dressing up as Rachel. And I was like, theory, 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 new content, making a theory immediately, like an hour after I typed up a script and I made a whole theory video about the lead of blooper scene. So yeah, crazy stuff, but we got more content. So like that's Digging all more content. Yeah. I more, have, uh, more it was beautiful. It was such a good thing to wake up to. Yeah. Like I woke up to oysters spamming me on to check my uh my twitter just because like the wilds had commented something on my tattoo and then i looked below and i was like bloopers yep like it was just like that's amazing that that was a good day for you <laughs> it was such a good day for me man such a good day amy harris also saw it oh that's sick she's so yeah cool. yeah yeah they're also cool everyone again i don't know it's it's a really weird line in terms of like how much you can like i don't know fangirl over the writers versus the cast like it's a it's a very fine line between what would be like okay and what would be like ooh that's a little yeah def- yeah definitely i mean i don't know i I'd, I'd hope people would have i feel like with the cast especially people on twitter i guess instagram as well like they view the cast as like more their age so like more appropriate to make memes and stuff whereas like the writers like people that created the show are like adult adults yeah i don't know and i just think that i think everyone should be treated the same respect and like no lines crossed for everyone but yeah i agree with what you're saying um yeah but i just i just thought it was the coolest thing um so cool like i would definitely like if i saw amy and sarah starker in the street i'd be like your writing is phenomenal and I just look up to you. I think you're so yeah. cool. Like, oh my gosh, your brain just amazes me. Dude, right. I just I just want to one day just type out just a huge long worded essay to Amy Harris and Sarah Stryker oh, and properly too. explain how much I love their show, how much I love Tony, how much this show has impacted me. Yes. Yes, me too. That would be sick. Um, my God, yeah. Do you want to talk about Tony? <laughs> it's like, do you want to talk about Tony? Do. I always want to talk about Tony. I always am talking about Tony. It's a problem. I acknowledge it. It's a problem. I mean, it's only a problem if you make it a problem. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. I'm problematic about it. See, it's it's problematic when you glorify some for like flaws. Very true. I make it my point to be like, hey, her anger issues not okay. Um, no. her taking her problems out on other people not okay. But do I relate to her character one hundred and ten percent? Absolutely, absolutely. Because yeah. I I I know that anger. I've seen it. I felt it. I know that sense of abandonment. It's not fun. It's not great. Um, I think Edna James does a phenomenal job portraying Tony. Um, and I don't think without her, um, I could look at Tony with that same affection. Or maybe I would. Maybe there would have been another actress that could come along and do something. But I, I personally, I, I don't think. I, don't, I could never like recast really anybody. No. Mm-hmm. I- That's that's nice um again like i got i got a tattoo of something tony said it's it's paraphrased a little because i enjoy being employed um yeah yeah. i'm glad nobody's uh you know what i'll call myself out i'm glad no one's like called me out on like my little like typo because like like i don't think you should have to explain it like it's i think it's kind of obvious you don't want a, a curse word written on your arm um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, 
if I wanted to go with direct, it's like not even with like the curse word. It would also be like control. And then it's like the apostrophe S rather than just like writing it out. But in terms of like me, I wanted a tattoo of something from the wilds that wasn't just like direct. It was yeah. also like something from me, which is why it's like, it's very broken up. It's very like, I don't even know if you can even see yeah. very well. Hold On that. a picture, you can see it really. Oh yeah, you can see that. Yeah. Uh, it's still a little blurry, but but yeah, it's like cut up because it's not perfect. Um, control is a broken reality, honestly. Um, and, and I just, I don't know, I made it my own and I'm really happy with it. Everyone like that saw it at the tattoo parlor were like, yo, that's dope. Yeah. It's so cool. I wish, I, I really wish I could have heard like the girl's thoughts on it rather than just like, but that's just because, you know, always like curious of being like what did you think about it like because i'm somebody who always thinks in layers yeah no but i i like i love the tattoo i love how you made it your own because it's your body it's your interpretation of the character and of the quote and even everything down to like how it's kind of like um like not perfect and like 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 uh kind of like what's the word i'm looking for it's spliced up like glass, like looking at the glass. Yes, that, that's, what, that's exactly what I was going for. Um, yeah, I think it's really cool. And I really also think how it's cool. I feel like I just said this last week, or I'm just always saying this, um, like how you relate to Tony, uh, Tony Shalafo, and how just everyone can relate to so many different characters and that mm -hmm. you've got such a diverse cast, a diverse group of girls, diverse characters, and it's like, the diversity and it's not something that's like I don't know how to explain it but sometimes like shows when they're trying to like have like the diverse factor or whatever it's kind of like I don't know how, how do I put this it's not like shoved down like it, they just make it so obvious it's yeah the token yes token like, gay what? characters token black characters token Hispanic characters you know it you see it mm -hmm. um this show it's organic Yes. Flat out. It's totally organic and it just it makes the show a million more times relatable and that like I can relate to so many different characters for just so many different reasons and so as everyone else can and I just think that's really cool how um, the show's been written and how they just bring up so many important topics about so many different things and every single episode is different and you're focusing on someone else's storyline and just the entire first season does a phenomenal job in introducing all the characters in perfect ways and like their their backstory, their trauma, everything they've gone through. And then it kind of like explains things that we see. And then that's why it's so we don't see in my opinion or don't see. Yeah. And like and what we will see in season two. And mm -hmm. I don't know, just the show. I swear I say this on live every single day is so timeless because so many people can relate to it. You can be like. I mean, I'm not that I'm saying I'm 50 year old woman like relating to this, but I I, I, can I am. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I can imagine like my if my mom were to watch this, <clears throat> um, she'd be like, yeah, I, I was a teenager once. We were all teenagers once. We've been through a lot of shit, and this show just does a really phenomenal job in portraying that. And I just will say that till the end of time, <laughs> for forever. Yeah. I will always say that. And something I really admire the writers and about the show and just how well the actors do it portraying these characters because it's just it's like it's so much more than just the characters themselves it's just like everything I don't know yeah I mean like there's corny lines and there's lines that you look at and you just go like <laughs> they're very out yeah. there but it just like it comes by like so fluid to me like I don't know if it's just because like I'm personally in love with the series I don't know if it's because you have that rose tinted glasses but um yeah it's just I don't know it hit me in a way that no other show properly has done absolutely agree mm -hmm. with that I've never done this and been this into a show or talking about a show months after yeah, it months 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 like, I've never I just I would just watch a show binge on Netflix and then I'd be like obsessed with it for like three days straight and then I just forget about it and move on to the next one but after I watched the wilds it was like I couldn't watch any other show because I felt like none of the other shows would, would like live up to 
my expectations because the bar was set so high with this TV show. And, you know, I just, I, I read the reviews on Amazon with someone like the one star or two star review. And it's like, they didn't Love even get past the pilot. Like, it's so stupid because they don't. And that just goes back to our first episode talk about how like part of the show and whatnot. But um, yeah, there's just so much to the show and there's just so many layers that you really have to take time to like, to digest. And it's hard to just watch it once, I feel like, um, and like, and then just move on from it because there's just so much thrown at you, which is why part of the reason why I made my TikTok and like why I'm doing this and talking about it because it's important to have these conversations and just talk about everything. But sorry, that was yeah. just a lot. There's just, just me going off, but. <laughs> no, no, I love it. You speak and I go. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And the best part is that I know I'm not alone. Oh my gosh. So Ugh. yeah, uh, so we've talked about my love for Tony. Um, what about you? You got any characters? You got a- love for the whole show. No. Um, yeah. My, okay. When I first watched the show, I probably really loved Shelby a lot because I personally related to a lot of stuff with her backstory just a lot about a lot of different things like internalized homophobia and just like accepting yourself and stuff and I don't know I just really resonated with that and I still do but then uh, as I rewatch and rewatch I'm like shit Leah is pretty awesome and she's super underrated um, at least in the beginning she was which but- is weird because she's the main character well, okay, actually I disagree with you on that I okay but okay <laughs> well okay yeah. no, I'll, I'll explain you it yeah, I was reading a lot of like uh, interviews with like Sarah Stryker or just about the show in general. And someone brought up about how Leo is the main character. And I think what they said was like, she's not the main character. She's the main skeptic, which is what I interpreted. Like, so she's not the main character. She's the main skeptic. So we have her, we, she does have two episodes, but I wouldn't say she's the main character. I think all eight of them are the main characters. We just see things from Leah's point of view because she's the main skeptic and like that's kind of the whole premise of the show is that there's this super fucked up thing going on um on this island and she's skeptical about it and we kind of see that through her eyes a bit but I don't know I wouldn't say she's the main character see here's here's why I say what I said um because again like so much of the story is taken from her point of view at least present day in present day, there's so much of it that's taken from her point of view. We see the agents, um, my accent, uh, we see the agents like come to her room, talk to her exclusively. Yeah. And we, we just see like, we see her, you know, escaping out of the, uh, her bunker, not her bunker, but her room. Yeah. We see her in the garden with Agent Young. Um, we see some, we get to see the sides of her that we don't get to see with anyone else because, um, the unreliable narrative it's very prevalent in this show um oh, yeah and oh, i can <laughs> yeah i cannot wait for it to become more and more obvious that we're seeing uh sides of people in the light that it's probably not true because in every single episode the main focus characters are always portrayed differently than how they are in the other episodes and it's subtle it's subtle that unless you're looking for it you're not going to see it mm-hmm. like we like a uh, dots episode we watch her lose control a little bit more with the state. We watch her like be more like emotional and more like, let me release my emotions. While in the other episodes, she's calm as a cucumber for the most part, not all the time. Um, yep. Or Shelby, who is literally having a mental breakdown and drinking her heart away, or I guess liver away, if you wanna, you know, be more specific. The poor liver. Yeah, poor, the poor liver, all right. She took it like a champ she did yeah and like i don't know it's just <sighs> shelby uh if i'm gonna keep going on this thread uh shelby's seen as like this light-hearted character who has optimism and her optimism is her power but in her episode it's the complete opposite it's like that optimism is nowhere to be found just like in dot's episode that like strength and leadership is like i don't know more uh waving it's not the straightforward, like, okay, this is what we're going to do in the same way that, like, you know, it is in the epi- other episodes. And we do see it a little bit later on with, like, when Rachel and Dot have the scene together with the cast. And, um, and like, 
got uh paraphrasing it's just like why do you guys like why are you guys asking me and Rachel's literally just like we always ask you like we always follow your lead like I think that's when like the few wavering moments and even then like it's not told from her perspective but yeah I just I don't know I have so many thoughts on the unreliable narrator and how much of a thing it's going to be later on the more that we get from past to present the more obvious it's going to be that maybe how we know these characters is not true um like i think maybe the most consistently changed person honestly i uh, it's it's all alone but i could talk about tony i was about to start talking about tony i mean if you want i was just gonna say um for me i think the most unreliable narrator is leah and i think that Mm -hmm. I have a lot, like, I have a lot of theories about the whole phone scene, like, when, um, like, when Jeanette's uh, phone rang when she was dead, like, who would call a dead girl? Anyways, that, I'm not going to get that, but what I was saying is that I think we know that Leah is over Jeff um, on the island because she burns the book, but mm-hmm. present, present day in the bunker, she's, like, having meltdown over, over it, like, yeah, hung up over him still. Yeah like crying over him and I think that is super evident in which she's trying to come off as the crazy ex-girlfriend who's hung up over her ex when in reality mm-hmm. she knows there's something super fucked going on about their situation and that she's just trying to play it off that she doesn't know anything same with Shelby um, we know that she knows yeah. something when she writes that note and uh, she does or, not have a uh, dissociate disorder no there as tendencies yeah she um as a psychology fact, um, developing uh, DID is uh, very, very unlikely at Shelby's age. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of the time, it is something that's developed in trauma in childhood. Um, it can happen um, in adulthood, but it requires extremely traumatic experiences. Um, some of which I don't, I, I honestly don't think being stranded on an island would cause. Um, but again, we could be wrong. There could be uh, an entirely different factor that yeah. we don't we we as the audience do not know about until season two. But yeah, like it just every time I talk about season two, I get more and more like let's go because we're finally getting into the um, like the meat of it, the more the suspense part of it. Um, we built up a bit with episode like season one, uh, season one episode ten. It was that finally like we've reached that point where now we're gonna get to the, like this shit's fucked. Yes. Which is exactly why it was perfect that it ended with Leah going, what the fuck? Yes. And hers looking straight into the camera. Mm-hmm. Thought that was that was good. And how that really made it full circle because in the beginning, um, she looked into the camera um when she said like in the very first episode in the pilot, she said like whatever she said. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. To say what happened wasn't traumatic, but and then looked in the camera. I just I saw it like full circle, super cool. But yeah, I'm so excited for season two. Yeah, I mean it's it's months away, but like that's that's months of like having time with the characters, having time with the cast. Um, because you know, filming's gonna start soon. They're in Australia. Filming yeah, in so Australia. Hard. Yeah, that is so exciting. Oh my god. If you want to get noticed by the cast, you better act now. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be going off the of social media. Yeah, they're they're gonna. I I'm pretty. I don't know uh much about the film industry, but going off on other uh shows that have been filming during quarantine, I don't know if we're even gonna get much of them because of contract. Yeah, I don't think so. Like they gotta be really careful not to yeah show anything be... or like do anything. Mm-hmm. Because I know if, if one person were to slip up, oh, I'd be so on their ass and I'd be making theory videos like left and right. If someone were like actually like show something, I'd be like, ah! which is like, I don't know. I feel like I have to. Like, I just, I can't not. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have memes of me of doing it. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to be memeing. Yeah. I have like 10 meme ideas in my brain right now that I'm going to be making after this podcast. Yay. Because that's, that's how my brain works. That's how I cope. We're in the middle of a panini, so I cope this way. Panoramic. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's just it's theories, and it's talking about this, this show. 
talking about just how fascinating it is I mean like I, I actually brought this up because um, I did like a, a very very short live with scoops and oyster um when I got my tattoo like beforehand yeah. while I was in the tattoo parlor and um we we talked a little bit about Leah and like it was brought up that like what if Leah wrote a novel about her experiences on the island and so that's kind of how the series ends of her talking about her the experience and that like why it's so inconsistent at times but it's it's one of those like hmm one to think about see i can totally see that happening because now she's the published author that's speaking mm -hmm. in the auditorium it's not you know fuck jeff galanis she but she's the published author mm -hmm. she's talking about her experience mm -hmm. oh, which wow. is yeah which is why like you're seeing so many sides of her and the and the agents talking because the agents have absolutely had to have gone and also visited the other girls yeah but we only see leah's point of view well i think also that that for that reason with the agents really focusing on leah's because we know like they know that, that she she's yeah we know that she that, knows that not even suspicious. Know she knows she she knows and the whole thing with Nora when Nora was talking to the camera in the tree and um and the whole time Nora was like Leah knows something and like was telling them this so that they I think they're really just trying to figure out or like you know try to figure out what Leah knows and if she's going to be a problem and exposing them in the future um but yeah Damn. <sighs> it just it brings me back to the uh, um to the arguments of who knows who believes Leah and who has dismissed it as you're just being crazy. You've spent too much time on the island. Like Fadden 100% believes Leah. And I think I, I, I stand by this, that her interview where she's talking point blank to the agents and saying, like yeah. talking about her experience of Leah and then being like, yeah, I believed her. And he, she's studying them. She's smart. Fadden is so incredibly smart I and it's Fadden. so un like it just mm, talk about this a lot but she's she's somebody who watches and does things subtly she doesn't want the attention she doesn't want the like praise mm. um if she does it's just because she's being very extravagant it's because she's like she's like you know like amplifying her personality amplifying yeah, okay. her comedy yeah. But yeah. when she's being smart, she wants to be subtle. She doesn't want to be like um, broken down, essentially. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think oh, okay. I think she's definitely playing a long con with the uh, agents and ways of like doing it in their face mm. by also masking it with like kind of testing. She's testing them. And oh, I want to know. I want to know if they realized that they were being tested. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think Faber would probably figure it out, but that that does make you think. She is definitely testing them. She's telling them, you know, point blank. Yeah, I believe her. Like, what are you gonna do about it? Like, what is that? Mm -hmm. How do you? How are they gonna react to that? Um, mm -hmm. And then maybe she doesn't. Maybe she doesn't like have definitive proof but she, she believes Leah, and I think that's super important. They're girlfriends. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> I would be so on board with that. It's, oh, oh yeah. that's good. That's gonna be a whole nother thing of like the like literal cruel reality of like industries where it's like you have one LGBT couple and then that's a hot stop. Like this, there's like barely any more because it's like, oh, we've already fulfilled that gay quota. We won't let you do any more. Like, I'm sure if Amy and Sarah had their ways, then absolutely. But like, there's the higher ups who are like, no, no, no. Yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly, if I'm being honest, I feel like with Amazon Prime, it's a lot different. It's not Netflix. It's <laughs> with Netflix, the show would be cut. It'd this, be, yeah, it, it'd already be canceled. It wouldn't work. People would be serious and like hate it and fuck Netflix um but with Amazon Prime I think there's a lot more freedom that they give the writers and I mean obviously I don't know this is just me speaking on my ass no you I'm know really Je you know Jeff Bezos perps perp yeah <laughs> oh yeah I know I know I, know I don't know how to pronounce his name I've never had to say that in my life <laughs> Jeff Bezos I think is that how you say it 
I think, but I don't know. I saw he's not, not me anymore. So someone else. Yeah, is, he's he's not. He's. But yeah, I think that I think with Amazon Prime, they give the writers a lot more creative freedom, um, and I really admire that about the platform. Um, but yeah, I it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'd be like if the, if they were to become you know an actual couple or something, I'd be like, oh, that's that's awesome. But also, I think their friendship is so important. I think it's it's so telling of like Fatten's evolution. Like I'm talking about this in a video, but like there's so many facets to Fatten. In the beginning, she starts off by saying like, oh, I don't really hang with girls. It's too much drama. And now she, you know, turned into being Leah's rock, like Leah's person. And mm -hmm. I don't know. Same with Leah. God's like, best friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't know, just their friendship, I just think is really, really special. I think Fadden has the most potential to be there for everybody in different ways. Um, yeah. She's a character who is really well-rounded. Yeah. Um, she fits any mold you can put her in um, because she's very intuitive. She's very smart. Um, she doesn't run away from challenges. As Gretchen has pointed out, um, like Gretchen literally talked about how like, um, and just incredible she is in difficult situations how she can perceive um her perception of people is really intuitive um i know i already said that but like it's like wow i mean you look at how she's handled with shelby um she made she um uh, misread a situation well well i'm going to say misread but she wanted to like give shelby a brush for her hair because she knows how much her hair means to her and in that like created a like utter breakdown for Shelby yeah. who just completely snapped essentially and then we see it later on where Fadden creates an entire paper mache yeah. of like the I don't know what they're called but the thing to get literally like do like that and it worked it worked so well and it was just so incredible so smart such a good way of like opening somebody oh, yeah. up yeah 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 Fadden's great I'll never get over it. I'll, I'll never get over how much I love that, that where she realized, okay, that approach didn't work. I'm going to do this approach now. And it yeah. worked phenomenally. Okay. So being angry and yelling at Leah didn't work. So I'm going to take a different approach. I'm going to use subtle physical comfort. And then I'm going to talk calmly, look her in the eye and like demand that she listen in more of a calming way instead of like just being like, why are you the way that you are? Mm. She listens. She, mm -hmm. she listens. She, she took a step back and listened. I think that's really important. I think Leah just needs someone to listen to her. You know, people look she at does. her as crazy and that she's, I mean, granted, she did accuse Shelby of, you know, being whatever. And then in reality, it was just Shelby's flipper. And I don't know, but um, she just needed someone to just listen to her and that just to tell her that she's not crazy. And I think that was just so important that Fatten was that person who said, I believe you, like, I'm here for you, but you need to just take, like, you just need to sit down and just take a breather. I think that was really important. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I, I saw this gift of uh, Shelby and Leah hugging in the bunker, and it just, it melted my heart because I'm just like, all right, so right now their relationship, it's, it's at, like, a really weird place in the past yeah. where it's like, um Leah kind of outed her as somebody with this big daunting secret which yeah. is a huge metaphor for her sexuality oh yeah um like I, I don't think a lot of people have connected the dots I mean I know like we have because you know we literally watch and breathe this show so of course we've connected the dots but like if the annual listener is watching they probably wouldn't realize just how like powerful that scene is that scene where Leah is confronting Shelby and say like like and it, I don't know it just mirrors somebody confronting someone on their sexuality so perfectly and then the person like admits to it and it's just like are you happy now and everyone's just kind of stunned because like they're realizing like oh shit uh we we pushed this a little too far yep yeah and I think also this is the scene in episode three um, with Dot and Shelby sitting on the log after Dot just absolutely killed the snake. Um, mm -hmm. And she's talking about, Shelby was like, don't tell anyone about my flipper. And Dot was like, like secret safe with me. 
um, and that Shelby was just saying how like it represents all this ugliness that's mm -hmm. whatever and Dot was like it's really no big deal like it's just a flipper but in reality it's like ah oh, the parallels mm -hmm. yeah the parallels it's just it's crazy and I just I love that scene between them and I love Dot and Shelby their friendship is so special their friendship is something that I cannot wait to see grow um I have just so many thoughts on the girls reuniting one by one because it's like we got we got Shelby and Leah which was very heartfelt which is very like oh wow they it manifests the idea that they truly miss each other um yeah. not just like them two in specific but like just the group in general I yeah. truly think that no matter who it was that got the one-on-one -on -one time it would have been just as emotional just as much of a like let me hug you so tightly because yeah. these are girls who just survived on an island alone for months if we're going by the the uh the box which shows that it was like a six-month time period essentially but I don't I don't know how accurate that box is yeah, no I don't, I don't think the box is everyone people I think initially like we we think like we cracked a code with the date but it also had like a name like agent black so honestly it could have just been like something like throw us off but mm -hmm. I don't I don't think they've been on it for six months I'm thinking like three months yeah like we have one month on and then like another or like two to three basically because like, they can only be gone for so long before their parents are like I thought this was just a summer thing <laughs> they gotta go back to school eventually so I don't know but now yeah. the, the theory because it's like we know that the parents know something they don't know what I have a theory that they know different things They've been yep. told different things. Like, I don't think there's been one coherent thing that's been told, no. which I think could be a huge downfall for Gretchen. I don't, that's yeah. going to be a whole different video. A whole entire podcast could be made on Gretchen's experiment and just how badly it can go and it will probably go. Oh, but yeah. to go back on the topic, um, I, I have a fun little theory that the family knows it's not just going to be for the summer, mm. that it's going to be longer, but there's like, there's plot holes because it's like, we have Fadden who is threatened to be sent away because Fadden's already like, all right, once, once I get back from Hawaii, I'm done. I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm going to LA. Dot, whose father has unfortunately passed away and now she doesn't have family and Texas. she doesn't have any reason to stay so there's no real connections keeping her there um tony who you know doesn't family's in and out of rehab um and but is connected to martha and yep. martha and has a very very loving family um a lot of people forget that martha has a dad like it's just a lot of people forget about it yeah i yeah yeah so it's like Tony, in a way, has a found family that cares about her a lot, a lot. And that's where the theory starts to be like, hmm, why didn't Martha's parents agree to send her to this place for more than amount of time for the school system? And that's that's where it starts to fall apart a little bit. And that's why, you know, you don't see me talking about it. But well, I say I always talk about theories, even if there's so many plot holes. That's the point mm -hmm. of a theory can't really debunk it because you don't have any new information but yeah. it's fun to talk about it I think that's interesting mm -hmm. and I we think. have we have a uh, Rachel and Nora's family who know that that uh, Rachel's had a very very rough time um and they might believe that she's somewhere else getting treated for in a certain way and with like the feminist retreat mm -hmm. and that's that's their alibi that's their reason why they're able to be gone for longer than three months mm. Shelby's for you know the uh, um, conversion theory, theory. yeah. Um, Leah for her depression and her issues because as far as we're aware, her family doesn't know about the, uh, about Jeff. Um, as far as we're aware, they know like they just going through a breakup, but not that it was with some thirty year old man. Yeah, fuck Jeff. Ah uh, man, I ship him with jail. Same. It's Jeff in jail. Yeah, Jeff in a jail cell. <laughs> Looking good. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's a sexy pairing if I've ever seen one. Yeah. But um, yeah. There's this. I don't know. I think that they could absolutely be on the island for longer than three months. Yeah. Um, 
like just because like there's just so much that could happen um I know we we talked about this before this podcast started but Leah has injuries she has legitimate cuts and not the kind of cuts that you get from like tripping over a branch or you know like I don't know falling off a cliff a little bit no these are legitimate injuries made from potential like it looks like knife cuts to me it looks like sharp a sharp edge cuts and it's not like you know one place where it's like you can look at it and be like ah branch must have snagged her in the woods or something but they're like they're multiple sections of like the same size cuts but different like areas and I was looking at that because I was I uh, I made a, a meme about rain, and somehow it created that. I looked at that situation, and I looked and I just broke it down. And I was just like, "There's gonna be something dangerous. There's mm-hmm. gonna be something that's gonna provoke the girls." Um, I know me uh, Healy. She made a post on Twitter, or I guess a tweet about uh, theories on Shelby's injuries. Hmm. and that starts to make me wonder like okay maybe the thing that attacked Leah also has something to do with her injuries because no I I looked over her uh over her uh her tweet nobody talked about Leah's injuries like in the first scene of the literal show where it's showing off that something bad has happened Hmm. I don't know if you've made videos about this but um a little bit I talked a little bit about it yeah but no that's I haven't thought about it in a sense like someone attacked them like I was just thinking like just the environment and um like maybe I don't know because something happens right before the rescue because there's like very fresh wounds Mm, they're very fresh and like obviously we don't know because we still have season two to see you know the, the next month on the island but that does make you think, like, what if, I don't know, like, Alex was, like, Gretchen sent Alex to, like, hurt the girls or something. Like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't I, don't, I think that's a little too far-fetched. I think that, that gives them too much uh, court of law to essentially not only send her to prison for an entire life, but she's probably going to go to prison. Yeah. By probably, I mean, she's going to prison. Sorry, Gretchen Klein. I know you're watching this, but... Going she's, to jail. She's, yeah, she's going to jail for this. It yeah, is an ethical book. Because then why would she be worrying about, you know, the family, like Martha's family suing if she, yeah, no, that's, that, that's very true. <laughs> I'd say get that. But. I like to think that it's not a person that attacks them, but a series of animals that they, mm, it's, because that doesn't happen on islands. Like, there are animals on islands, but I think this whole thing is so controlled. I yeah. feel like Gretchen wouldn't allow there to be many animals because, I mean, we, we see a goat. We see, what, a little ferret. and Both animals that have been put into the island purposefully. Yeah. Yes. And, oh, my God, that's just a fucking theory video. I need to mm-hmm. write this down. But uh, the, the field note, the field note with the goat, I believe, it said that it, like the type of goat was like it was like a domesticated goat, like you know, mm-hmm. it was, it was yeah, domesticated. So it was fucking put there, so I feel like she, she really wanted to control some of the variables, and so that the girls didn't die. But um, the ferret's also not native to Peru, um, Peruvian island or yeah. like the Peruvian coast. Oh yeah, and they're definitely not not near Peru. And they're, they're not they're not in Peru. They're yeah. not improved. If if it is actually, if the writers have literally said it in Peru, it'd be a huge error, um, in my opinion, because yeah. of the beaches, the uh, the environment, the environment in general. If I think if the girls put their like, if Leah is able to share the idea that oh they're in Peru with the other girls, I think if they just rub their two brain cells together long enough, they're gonna be like, wait a minute, Peru is like a desert, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not, yeah, it's not like that. And I, like, even from Gretchen's experiment point of view, like, I talked about this in the video, but, like, if they can't, she can't be thousands, hundreds of thousands of miles away from the parents. Like, what if something were to seriously go wrong and she needed to get the girls back to the parents? Like, I think they'd have to be relatively close 
to the United States. And mm-hmm. what was the other? Part? She's close enough that a call went through. Yes. Oh, and that Gretchen is seen to easily go back and forth between mm-hmm. the island and then like the state's the main headquarters. So I, it I'm- has to like right i i think it's like off the coast of california somewhere like super close over there yep just outside the united states but still pretty close Uh, yeah i I definitely think they're still um within range of u.s um again leah called jeff without using an area code Mm. without having to type in something particular to be able to do long distance calls she just automatically typed in his phone number and it went through perfectly. So she's she's off the coast. Of, they, they have to be off the coast of America or else it's a, kind of a huge plot hole. That's very true. Well, also the phone was pretty weird. Like it looked like, a, like it was a weird, you know, Confederate phone. So maybe that was, just, but still, no, I know. You, I know mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it's the same way that um, they talked about uh, the area codes with Japan. Which means the writers are aware. They're aware of like the situation that comes with international traveling. They oh. know that if you're like out of state, you have to type in like a certain like number even to, before you even type in the phone number. Yes. So it's like you can't look at it and be like, ah, that was a silly error. The way that like I've seen people post about it, like celebrities have been like, why didn't they just do XXX? When it's like the writers explained why they didn't do XXX. Yeah. Mm, yeah I think it's I think the more you dig in the more that you look at it the more you're like huh now it it's plausible it's it's there Hmm. it makes me think (laughs) and not not to go back to something that we literally just finished talking about but the animals um you hear wolf cries you hear animal cries fake. and oh you think it's fake oh no maybe not. i mean yeah I, I don't know i think they could no, use no, no, a that's... speaker and it's just like to freak them out because i mean a, a silent island at night and you don't hear animal noises i'd be pretty sus but I don't, I don't think that gretchen would put them in legitimate harm like having wolves on the islands that could literally just eat them or kill you know, them. You know, honestly, the oh, but... more that I think about Gretchen and the, the uh, it's my mouse pad, by the way, not something weird. Um, the more that I think about Gretchen and Fabian's uh, father, Faber, Faber, <laughs> I always mess up men's names. Um, the more I think about their links that they're willing to go, the more I'm like, what if she does? put them in that survival like um like situation because she wants to see what they do because at this point she's going to jail once these girls are out she's Mm -hmm. gone like she's she her life is over she's already lost credibility in the fields so right now it feels like it's her go big or go home moment and she has she has the the variables she has the money she has the resources i truly think that she could create a uh, survival like um controlled survivable situation that you know test the girls not only physically psychologically but also mentally and see how they get through it how they survive without you know men which is the whole theme of this experiment how they thrive how they overcome yeah I, I don't know. I think there has to be something that links together uh, the injuries, even even if it doesn't link it. Uh, it gives it plausible reasoning for why they're injured and more um, interesting ways than just they fell. Very true. Yeah, it'd be too boring if they just fell. Mm-hmm. Or, um, for all we know, that's that's what happened like literally Shelby was like staring at Tony too much and fell tripped over a rock yeah I don't know that is something to think about for sure see the fact that I'm making you think when you're the one with like a million theory videos it's been like oh my gosh I'm just thinking about everything in general right now 
and because I I am I've been saying this since the day since day one. Like Faber is legitimately evil. This guy. Oh yeah, no, he's he's. I think he's one of the true villains of this story. Absolutely, and that like when he mentioned how basically that they were gonna gaslight Leah and the girls into thinking mm-hmm. that everything that happened on the island was their fault, and that this is how they're not gonna expose them. Gresham was like, oh, like I didn't think about that one. <laughs> he so, he is the epitome of why psychology is really bad in the wrong hands. Um, oh, sure. We have to take ethic courses um, in order to graduate when, in psychology courses. Um, so we have to go over the actual means of the fact that if you're going into therapy, if you're going in anything uh, psychology-based, whether it be a counseling, whether it be um, a social worker, you have to understand that with psychology, you can learn how to manipulate people very easily. You can learn how to manipulate situations, people's thoughts, uh, people's actions. Um, psychology is really the gateway to a villain's origin story in yeah. a way that a lot of people don't think about. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think he's truly the character that we need to be afraid of more than Gretchen. I feel like he's he's gonna be a puppeteer. Yeah. I think I think he's gonna he's gonna start to overshadow her oh, and I- start to take uh, over subtly. Mm-hmm. I agree completely. And she's going to be like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Not like she can goad anyone to help her because mm-hmm. so like she really just, you know, screwed herself over. I think I think that that's going to become an issue. I don't think it's going to be an issue season two, but I think season three, I think she's going to lose control of her experiment. Oh, absolutely. I think that it's going to become something that's much bigger than her. I think uh, Faber is going to Faber. Yeah, Faber is gonna uh, bring in variables that Gretchen herself never wanted. Yep. Because what is she going to do? She can't tell anybody. It's a situation that, you know, she has no control over external values outside of her research. Yeah, it's, it's things to think about. Like people are like, wow, how can this show last more than a season, maybe two, but that's a stretch. And it's like, oh, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much potential. It could go so many different ways. Definitely a lot of different ways. And it could go on like five seasons would be, I think, perfect. Honestly. I, I would say four. Um, mm-hmm. Just because in my experience, five, it's always like. True. especially if it's like a uh, if you're going based off a timeline because mm-hmm. now now we you know we have the timelines we have essentially three timelines established um if there was five seasons could the timelines stay connected or would it start to fall apart because of how many how much content has been added so i personally think four which was actually, I think, I don't remember if it was Sarah or Amy that said it, but that's what their ideas were when they created their, like, Bible. Yeah. No, that's very true. Yeah. But I would love for five. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a line, like like you said, like, shows, like, they, I just, I hope it doesn't get to a point where it's, like, I wish, I don't think it will. Like, the writers are just, like, writing and creating content, like, uh, not like the purpose of the story, but like for the fans, and then it becomes they like, won't. Here, yeah, and I don't think it will. They won't. They won't. They love their characters too much. Um, yeah. They'll cut it off. Yeah, they absolutely will. Um, uh, it's not gonna be Riverdale. No, by a long string, it's not. Um, this no. show has a beginning and an end already established to them. Yep. Which I think and, is so cool. like the writers know the direction that they're going, and I have all the faith in the world with them and them. I really, I do too. Like, it's, it's very odd to be like, um, having so much faith in writers, because Mm -hmm. again, we have our own headcanons, we have our own ideas, we have our own beliefs, we fall in love with our own perception of characters, everyone's perception is different. Just because I'm madly in love character that is Tony Shalafoe doesn't mean you see her the same way. I mean, like, I think it was Nikki, your roommate, who was talking about how she didn't like Tony at all. Meanwhile, but, I was sitting there yeah. like, huh. Yeah. 
I, I've clowned myself on this before that if I was Tony's age and I went to high school with her, I'd probably have been, had such an awful crush on her. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Just she, she would have been my type. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yep. But again, I'm not her age, so I don't really, I don't know, I don't really take that approach. For me, it's just, it's purely because I see so much me in her. Yeah. And I just, I love the character to death. Yeah. Just so, yeah. I, you know, clarifying so no one looks at this and goes, you're a fucking weirdo. She's 16 or 17. Yeah, no, you're just, you're just explaining how you relate to the character and that's mm-hmm. totally okay. But, um, yeah, good stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think, uh, I think you and I, we have so much to discuss. Um, yeah. I think this, this podcast has a lot of potential. Um, yeah. and even, even if, you know, when we stop having content to talk about and break down, we still have like fandom stuff. We still have, you know, actress life stuff. Yep. Like it's what just... we think is going on when filming. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speculations, uh, because, um, there's a few people who, you know, live in Australia who are fans of the show the way that you and I are, and they have access to, you know, seeing them, seeing them in person. Uh, I'm not going to call them out just because, you know, I expe- I respect privacy. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not a dick, but. Yeah, I think I think there's definitely going to be uh, shots, shots that are taken because now they're in the public view. Now there's like, you know, there's jobs that are being created. The economy is going to flourish a small bit in Australia because of the show. Yes, I love that so much. Love it. I, that's so awesome how the it government is. gave them money to film. And thus, like, they create jobs and they're going to bring even more money into the economy. I just, it's like, we're in a pandemic. And I just think that's so awesome. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's sustainable, you know? Yeah, like it's absolutely. they have the money they got like what 7.5 million 7.4 million i thought it was like nine million dollars or i have to check i maybe yeah. i don't remember maybe it was like seven or eight but it was just it was millions yeah it was millions dollars and i'm pretty sure that was in american currency that it was reported in i need to like what's the american to australia conversion wait let me see i'm i'm looking at my video that i made <laughs> So one US dollar equals $9.8 million. How much? Oh, 9.8. So it was 9.8. Ooh, yeah. even better. Even better. We almost hit that double digit millions. Yeah, creating 270 jobs for the cast and crew and adding $73 million to the local economy. Oh, that's that, okay. That's where I got the seven. Yeah. I knew there was a seven somewhere, but okay. $73 million to the economy. That's that's insane. So one U.S. dollar equals uh, one point three uh, Australian dollars. Mm, so like a, probably about ten million Austra- Australian mm-hmm. currency. Yeah. So it's like a dude. I love this show so much. Me too. I love it so much. Like um, I remember I remember this was a couple weeks ago, but uh, people on Twitter were like, "Man, I hope I'm not on Stan Twitter by the time that." The wilds ends and i'm just sitting there like uh i want to keep creating content yeah i want to i want to i want to create content for this show mm-hmm. i mean my, i plan on sticking with my tiktok and like all my shit mm-hmm. till the end i said yeah. that i'm not gonna wood but like i have no plans of stopping because I, I love doing this and i love i wonder if i love this show or not <laughs> you're right i wonder our list. i am i am but. dude i'm just I'm inching towards that Aaron uh, James follow on on Instagram. I'm inching. I'm inching. I'm inching for the for the refollow. <laughs> okay, so I'm absolutely convinced. Like they have to have like um like fence does for TikTok that like they don't post content on, but they follow the fans. Absolutely, they have to. Because like that solves Erna's issue of like I want to follow these people, but then they're gonna see my friend's stories, and I don't want that to be shown. Yeah. Because like just because like you you would never post anything about that, but it's the matter of you don't want to give oh. anyone that risk. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So I think I think that's good for the day. You know, yeah, I think I think good. we pack it in. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk next week. 
we will talk next more things and we'll just continue on and i'm excited for this podcast and thank you for everyone listening that's so cool your message is so kind and everybody's Mm -hmm. like i love it and i'm just like ah my heart is so full like it really is and i just love this love you maddie I love you too, Danny. But yeah, this is this is Matty. Um, for anyone who wants to look up for me on Twitter or Instagram, on Twitter I'm Let's Talk Wilds, but on Instagram and TikTok I am the Wilds but memes. Yep, I guess I'll, I'll plug me too. I'm Danny. Uh, TikTok, the best of the wilds. Twitter, oh wait, TikTok and Instagram, best of the wilds. Twitter, the wilds best, and that's me. Yeah. Yep, that's me. That's you. And you know what? That's that's our show. That's our episode. Yeah. Uh, you guys have a wonderful night or a wonderful day, no matter where you're watching this or listening to this on Spotify now. Now airing. Yeah, now airing. Now, yeah. I wish you all the love in the world. Until next time. Yeah. Bye.